I during this time I was still fast. I never did designing on my own, but I was always fascinated by designing. So I would write my idea and go and sit with a designer. Like, आपने ये कैसे किया? अच्छा अच्छा ये कैसे किया? मुझे बताओ ना. And the designer would be like, हमने अपना काम करने से तुमने कर लिया है, ठीक है? Hey, how are you you doing? Hey Sanjay, I'm good. How are you doing? Good, good. So tell the audience my listeners my uh, podcast listeners and also myself because i want to educate myself so i'm very curious about those things and uh, i was just going through you know i've been following your work on instagram for quite some time and i think i met or uh, i think i've heard you speak in one of the clubhouse sessions i think clubhouse right yeah, right so right. that's when I I got that connected. is <laughs> True. Yeah, exactly. I think that was last July when Clubhouse was like you know, yeah. all NFTs was happening a lot on Clubhouse, yeah. and that's a that's exactly when you said like I got to know about you too, and yeah. like we spoke a bit about yeah. it here and there. So, yeah. But like finally we are doing this, so it's yeah, yeah. good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? This is the first time I'm seeing you too. So welcome yeah. <laughs> to the podcast, man. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Glad to be here. Great, great. So. Now, uh, when I was looking at your work all the all the while, you know, I've been following you for a while. So, interesting things uh, that I would definitely want to talk about. But before that, I want to just take a little step back and look at your academic journey and how you actually came to be an NFT featured artist. You know, <laughs> so I want to go I mean, back. I'm lucky and see. enough to be featured. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's some. I was actually quite lucky to be featured. Like, there are mm-hmm. so many brilliant artists that, like, I felt like should have deserved to be there too. But yeah, so but it's been quite a long journey. Uh, so yeah. like, if we talk about academics, like, mm-hmm. uh, so during school, I was never into arts. You know, I was mm-hmm. I would always pick music and sports over art because I could oh, not wow. draw. Interesting. Uh, although, like, there's like this crazy memories, like very vivid memories that when I was first or second grade, I remember I used to draw Mickey Mouse and Donald Trump, mm-hmm. uh, Donald not Donald Trump, <laughs> Donald Duck and all. And uh, but these are like vivid memories. Like I don't, I don't, I think I was not good enough that I never pursued. <laughs> and there's this one, only one art memory that I have from an art class. Mm-hmm. That is when there are watercolors, right? Like right. you taught to use watercolors, and like I think you have to paint them in one single direction. Mm. And I painted like just like that, absolutely. And my teacher scolded me. And oh. that is my last art class memory. <laughs> I I don't remember anything <laughs> ever taking an art class after that. Okay. Uh, but the funny thing is, I was into football. So even mm. even during classes, I would doodle behind my notebooks, mm. and I would doodle football jerseys, football boots. For graduation, I went into mass media, uh, mm-hmm. BJMC from IP University. Even then, designing was part of the curriculum, but I stayed away from it. I felt like I cannot draw; that wow. is not what I want to do. I cannot, I cannot do it. Mm. But I was really into photography. I used to love taking photos, and I think that kind of came to me from my father. My father used to take photos. My father still used uh, loves to take photographs. Mm. 
so then my agenda was okay what to do next in my life i used mm. to love photography i used to love i used to love advertisements mm. so i thought okay i'm going to go to mumbai i'm going to go to zavier's and i'll learn about advertising and i'll mm. become an uh, like video producer i'll okay. go and shoot ads okay i went to mumbai i got qualified for the college i was like lucky enough to be there i enjoyed mm. my time but unfortunately during the course I broke a ligament in my right knee. I used to play football oh, so I had okay. a major injury. So the initial plan was to stay back in Mumbai get into production and all that and because of the injury everything just went out of the wind. Mm. Because the recovery process is a year long and then yeah, so I had yeah, to like yeah. come back to Delhi. Yeah. And of course in production like you know you have to be always on your toes you have to keep running around. So yeah, suddenly yeah. like all of that option just went out mm. of the window. Mm. So I came back. I was like, "Up, क्या करना है?" ठीक है, सारे plans तो अजीब से हो गए. Right. And so then I just took whatever job that was offered to me. I was like, I started writing. Mm-hmm. I worked as a content writer for a time. Then I worked as a uh, copywriter with an ad agency. And mm-hmm. even so, I during this time I was still fast. I never did designing on my own, but I was always fascinated by designing. So I would write my idea and go and sit with a designer. I was like, "आपने ये कैसे किया?" अच्छा अच्छा ये कैसे किया मुझे बताओ ना एंड द डिजाइनर लाइक हमें अपना काम करने देखिएगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिंगाइनिं
Okay. And it's a studio. It's a small setup, but it's a very fantastic studio, especially if somebody wants to start their design career. At. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's based in Rohini. Okay. Then I worked with them for one and a half year. It was a brilliant experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, you reach a saturation point at certain places, right? Yeah. Over yeah. there, I was only doing static designing for them, mm-hmm. and still now I still haven't had not ventured into the motion designing. And during this time, motion design designing was coming up, and you know, you see the Instagram videos. You're like, "Yar, I want to learn this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that creative key da ki yeah. kaise kiya hai? Yeah. So by end of 2019, sorry, by the mid of 2019, around May, hmm. I took a break from Dreamja Studio, and I started uh, studying cinema 4D on my own. I mean, through an online course. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. That was my step from 3D designing as a static designer into motion designing. So I learned it within a span of two months, and then I applied at a studio called Animal. I mm-hmm. think pretty sure you must have heard of them too. Yeah. And then the Animal adventure began, and that was like a big thing for me because I really wanted to get into Animal. Animal is okay. one of the top with like design studios in Delhi in India actually. Yeah. And then uh, motion designing began. and that was my design journey from coming from you know like non design background to finally becoming right. a designer at a reputed like at a big studio right and then once that ended then the nft journey began quite interesting and one thing i want to pick up on what you just mentioned is that you were very curious at your workplace when you were you know writing things for your right. content design job content writer job and you were continuously asking your uh, Uh, fellow you know workers, uh, designers yeah the right. design team so i think that is a very important aspect of uh, uh, getting to know what you want to do uh, curiosity is very important and if if i i relate to myself also because i am a very curious person if i want to know i just want to know matlab chahiye mujhe pata karna hai kya hai kya right i want to do it true so true <laughs> I mean, it's not necessary that you'll execute it or you'll exactly. follow that thing, but it's uh-huh. like, how did you do it? Just tell uh-huh. me that thing. That uh-huh. kidar is always there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, I think that's a, that's an interesting uh, thing to note here. And most of the creative folks usually have that in them, and that true. is, I think, something that you know uh, takes you uh, a long distance because you're so curious about right. things. And and I think that's when that's how you also got into motion. uh you saw something and you wanted to know you wanted to know how to do it and you exactly. taught yourself right to do that true so very interesting and i think in our But, field is like that you know it's no. always evolving and designing keeps in every year there is a new trend and yeah. you have to like be on your toes it's like you follow kya ho raha and everything and you yeah. want to be yeah. ahead of everyone so you need to know everything that's happening out there yeah yeah so this again underlines a very important fact of you know knowing what trends are going in the industry it's uh, absolutely right so how do you keep yourself up to date with the trends so of course one of them is like instagram like i follow a lot of designers through instagram then i read a few websites of like keep every every now and then come up like going to be the new next trending designs of this year or you know what is the new color palette or what is the new kind of color shading that is in demand yeah. uh, but at the end of the day also you want to make sure you don't lose from what is your originality you know what you already do you right. want to keep your aesthetics at over there that it's people still resemble to what you're doing while right. in you know integrating little bit of new changes into your designs like for example i'll tell you like um, before nft when i was working with the animal and dog my mm-hmm. character designs 
was a bit different the clothing and all was different was not so detailed Mm. but when i started seeing new detailed designing uh, mm. you know so i have picked up another software called marvelous designer i learned it that okay. is very good for clothing so i wanted that thing to be integrated within my 3d design so now if you compare my original 3d characters to the 3d characters i do now have mm. a little bit of that detailing which was mm. missing previously mm. so again like that comes you have to like you want don't want to lose what your art is about but yeah. you still want to add to it like minute minute changes yeah it's quite an interesting uh way of approach you're not losing your originality but you're at least uh, you know you're also like, uh yeah taking those trends in and you know absorbing like, them and coming up with something new so that's cool. really cool so i think even as a viewer sorry go ahead go ahead no no go, go on go ahead. I think as a, I think even I always feel like if I were a viewer like if I'm my own audience like if I see the same thing again and again and again I yeah. kind of gets boring you know yeah. like so you need certain like you need to bring that little twist in your designs is like are aaj bhi naya banaya isne yeah 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 so stuff like that so uh let me ask you this so you mentioned about now we are drifting towards you know social media here so hmm. a little bit about social media so how do you manage that so do you create stuff for social media exclusively or do you put out work that you know you get to work on projects or stuff like that how do you do that? so how do you manage that so uh, like again during my uh, you know animal phase because most of the times like half of like the whole week would go into your office work and then you are just left with your weekend mm-hmm. that time i was hardly active on you know instagram so or any social media i would like post within once within two months or three months so i kind of felt like and then like i think you also like especially for me at that time i did i was not so much into building my own brand i was like you know i'm doing a job it's more than enough for me once in a while i'll put it on instagram to shift say ki mai hu ब्रेकिंगसिस्टेंट in your opinion you know in being out there hmm. uh, so yeah uh, although like with of course with nfts now i create for nfts that stuff goes on social media hmm. but there was a phase in between where i was creating for social media hmm. so that does play an important role in reaching where you are now absolutely absolutely i think like again like for being consistent enough being aware you know again like you know how algorithm works yeah, right yeah, like yeah. step away for a bit you kind of like un- like just you step away for altogether yeah. so yeah so that kind of did help me it also helps you understanding in how to talk to people you know yeah. write content as not just your design but how you engage when it comes to stories when it comes to small stuff like polls yeah. i'm not very i'm not a fan of reels but in between i had to create them because yeah. that is the need of the hour so you have yeah. to like i said you have to keep understanding the trend as well right interesting and now i want to bring up a very important discussion here um, the hmm. word that we've mentioned so many times now nfts right <laughs> nfts now right. i want to break it down and you know uh, since you have been making 
NFTs and you've started earning from NFTs, right? If I have to say, and then you've got featured for making those artworks. I want to break it down to the basic level possible because there are many people who still want to understand what NFTs are. Although it's been going on for a while now, and a lot of people do know. But then there are also people who want to venture out into NFTs and want to understand uh, everything about them. So, what is an NFT? If we have to say, how would you right. go about it? Uh, see again, like I think that I, I, the way I put it, especially for artist's point of view, is rather mm-hmm. than going in a technical way. Yeah, it's basically an online market for what you create. Right. Instead, so basically, in a layman's term, if I tell you, like I'm talking about just as an individual artist, I'm not talking the whole big NFT world. But right. for an artist, if I want to tell you something, it's like you're going to sell your work online instead of putting it for free on Instagram. You're now going to get money out of it. That mm-hmm. is, of course, if like it gets sell, it gets sold then. And uh, the only difference is like you would be dealing in crypto. Mm. Right, so that is going to be like you'll be earning in crypto. You'll be like investing in crypto. Mm. Uh, the better part is like you know, all so you and the idea is like your identity as a creator would never be lost. Uh, mm. You know, even ten years down the line, suppose I say, if you buy my piece and then you sell it to somebody and then it will get sold again to somebody else. Uh, in real world, what it might happen is suppose you buy a physical piece from me and you sell it to somebody else. Third person might not know that I am the creator. Right. Right. But in the NFT space, so if I'm going to buy an NFT, it would be clearly mentioned over there that this has been transacted, uh, you know, transferred from this person then to this person, and this guy is the creator. So your value as a creator would always be visible, and it would always stay there. And the another beautiful part is that all you'll always get the royalties of out of it. Mm-hmm. So the n number of times it gets sold, the n number of times you'll get the royalty percentage out of every sale. Right. So yeah. So in short, it's basically a digital. It's a digital way to sell your artwork, and it's a very transparent way. Mm-hmm. So very uh, simple. Understanding, like it's a very thank you for breaking it down to such a level, and want to understand about uh, the process of minting and all of that also. So you make an artwork. Let's say you uh, you created something, some three D, you know, three uh, D art piece, or could be moving elements or stationary or whatever it is. True. So how what is the process after that? Uh, so, so first of all, like NFT doesn't really need to be just a design or 3D or 2D. It can be a simple th- element like uh, a poem. You put a poem on a piece of paper. You made it. Even like a lot of physical artworks, artists scan their work and then they upload it as an NFT. It can be music. It can be a photograph. Right now, the photography industry is like booming a lot in NFT. Oh yes. Uh, uh back yeah, exactly. It's going crazy. I mean, uh, yeah. The so Gary V predicted it. Yeah, so <laughs> it has to go. <laughs> it is. It is. It ha- of course. <laughs> Uh, and so back to your question. So once I yeah. made, so it's like um, once I meant it. Uh, once sorry, once I created. So it's like like how you you know log in on Instagram, you upload it. Uh, it's pretty much the same happening on a crypto related website. Mm-hmm. Okay, now like there are certain charges that you always have to that you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then that again becomes subjected to where you are uploading it. 
Hmm. You know, so in ideal way, so basically you'll up, so there'll be a little bit of cost involved in your uploading that artwork. Hmm. Once that artwork is uploaded, then you kind of you know market it on Twitter, Twitter or Instagram, and it's there. It's going to stay there for uh, forever. And then like once you market it, then people who are interested in buying it can go and buy your piece from that website. Okay, cool. So now you mentioned that there are different websites. So what platforms are available for uh, people? So as of right now, like couple of new platforms are anyway coming up. But one of the apex platform that is is Foundation. Mm. Uh, then there's a platform called OpenSea. Then mm. there's an Indian platform called Wazirx. Uh, there are very several other uh, platforms, Indian platforms coming up, but as of right now, in the Indian market, Wazirx remains the Apex platform. Uh, there is another platform called Loan Origin. Mm-hmm. So every platform has its pros and cons. You know, cons like everything has it. Like foundation, like I said, is Apex platform. So the cost of investment is going to be higher, okay. and the cost of reward is of course, and the reward is also going to be higher. Mm-hmm. You know that way because the quality of work is over there is very good. The quality of collectors people are going to bid on it uh, mm-hmm. but like if somebody wants to start with nfts uh, i would suggest two platforms open c and zrex zrex being the indian platform the cost of investment is minimal uh, but again so as for, uh, last time i last time i got on zrex was invite not invite based <clears throat> application based okay. so you have to send an application you get shortlisted then you get to be paid uh, most like i'm i'm not exactly sure if they follow the same criteria right mm-hmm. now but Mm-hmm. that is when they used to follow open sea okay. is a universal platform you do not need any invite you do not need any in uh, you know application you can join it on any given day at any given time okay. uh, foundation is an invitation based platform so somebody who is already on the platform will okay. be only will only be able to send you an invite to join the platform uh then there's a known origin platform it's also it's now gaining a lot of popularity especially like it has been here for a while but mm-hmm. recent months has seen a lot of popularity uh for them over there it's again an application based platform but <clears throat> over there you cannot send it any any time they have a, they open the application for oh, a certain okay. period during that time you have to apply and like yeah. last time they saw like crazy amount of you know uh, applications so mm-hmm. yeah that is another platform then there mm-hmm. are several other platforms of course Okay okay also about the minting fee that we also mentioned uh can you right. give us a little idea about what uh how much is it exactly approximately right so again again that also changes per day per week okay that is oh, wow. funny part. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay but like like i said like if you want to begin with an nfts wazirx and open cr hmm. so wazirx used to cost like around $1 per mint So Wazirx okay. is like fun. It's very good. Like right. if you want to start small, it's a place to be at. Okay, OpenSea. Right. Okay, so OpenSea has uh, so OpenSea has two kind of formats. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, you have you can either upload your work for bidding mm-hmm. or you can upload your work for mm-hmm. uh, for a fixed price. So mm-hmm. to become a creator, the first there's a, so there's going to be a one-time investment. The first time okay. you like join the platform as a creator, that is uh, so when I joined that was like around hundred dollars. Recently, it has come down to thirty dollars. So oh, even wow. right now, it's a good time to be on OpenSea. Yeah. Uh, so once you so that is your one-time investment. Mm-hmm. Now when you're minting on OpenSea, if mm-hmm. you're selling your uh, piece for a fixed price. You know that yeah, this is for hundred. Like if, for example, hundred rupees guy, you hundred will get you. No, right. no bar, no bidding system at all. Right. So you won't have to pay a penny then. 
okay it's like you won't have to pay the gas fee then the collector has to pay the gas fee oh however if you put it for a bidding system you know mm. like how bidding system works this is the minimum price then how much however right. it goes for mm. it goes for mm. in that case to accept the bid then you'll have to pay the gas fee so again like gas fees like i said like with uh, within a few uh, months it has come down a lot uh, i think recently recently for accepting or something is like around 40 50 dollars on mm. open sea but again for an artist who is starting then i think it's a very safe area to go ahead with a fixed price build a market you know start selling few pieces yeah. then you start shifting with the bid system when you know you right. know like that I have a couple of collectors you know that there is going to be a bid war right and foundation is again like i said is apex platform so your cost of you know like minting every fees is bit higher uh, so basically what this gas fees is is basically the amount of cost or uh, so the minting fees and gas fees basically the minting fees does not go to the platform it's basically a platform cost that the computer that the whole setup the system that is world running that is the cost that the system will get for being able to provide you that services not the platform exactly uh, recently recently the cost of minting per piece has been on foundation for 24 to 30 dollars okay. which is not bad at all considering yeah. it was 300 dollars 3 week 3 oh, wow. months back crazy <laughs> it was crazy it crazy. was crazy yeah and then there's a last fees called once you get a bid and once everything uh, you know once that bid duration ends then there's a last fees involved that is called settle auction even you have to au- settle the auction Mm. that kind of depends whether the collector pays or you pay that is kind of a mutual understanding mm, mm. but these are the costs that are involved in you know uh, minting uh, an nft okay 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 interesting now uh, we have talked about the se- you know uh, selling the artworks now let's say i i'm not a- on any platforms as of now i've been ga- gathering a lot of knowledge i know a lot of things mm. about nfts but i haven't actually made the move to you know actually right. be on the platform now somebody like me like you know or somebody is an artist who wants to you know sell their nfts very beginning uh, phase mm-hmm. how do you sell see you've minted okay you right. it's out there now nobody knows you there right. on the platform so how do you sell how how did you go about that process so uh, so again like uh, that where's the community word comes into play the nft community uh, so so during the first 6 months of my nft journey i started around july mm. i had three sales for first 6 months and those were based from my instagram marketing and i was like struggling really struggling and i spoke to a friend of mine she said you need to be on twitter okay the twitter for nft world is your place to be at so the idea for me like rather than i would suggest if somebody wants to start from for in selling nfts i would say don't start by selling nfts start by building your brand by building your audience in the nft space in the twitter space have 200 or 300 followers and how that happens is like you know you start engaging with the people who are already into the nft space you know you reshare their work you appreciate uh, you appreciate their work 
and if you see the twitter nft space it is filled with that you know everybody is so supportive yeah, and uh, you know if you come and talk to people if you have any questions about it and uh, you know you'll get you people usually follow you back if your work is good and if you're kind enough and all that so once you have a you know during this time you can always tell talk about yourself you know this is what mm-hmm. i do uh, mm-hmm. and this is the kind of work i post once in a while it's not right. all about you at the end of the day but that is how you start building a brand yeah. and so once you realize you know you have enough eyes and you know that people like your work then you can say you know what i'm coming up with my own nft collection or i'm coming up to drop my first nft piece uh, piece please do check it out stuff like that so once you have that eyes right then it becomes much easier to sell and that is how i uh, you know things start started kicking for kicking off for me that was back in december end when i started being uh, active on twitter talking about my work talking to people who are in the nft space you know like like talking about nfts you know just engaging with people there's a part of twitter that earlier twitter used to be in my head was like it's filled with trolls it's mm. negativity mm-hmm. then there is this nft space which is like a different world of twitter or like a parallel twitter is happening <laughs> that is it. and it's like really friendly and you start building a brand that is where you know whole idea i understood that you know it's important to build a brand you know how mm. you speak on the space you have mm. a language you know people connect with you and then of course when the collectors mm. are also there when you start engaging with them uh you get into the eyes of those collectors so they also keep you know when are you going to mint it right. sometimes they would talk to you or sometimes you know you tweet you know this is the day i'm going to mint it and if the collector is interested and he's mm. been watching mm. your work throughout the space he will be bid on it he would like go and buy that work that's more of you know i think it also comes down to uh, networking it's all about networking it is it's yeah. all about networking in this thing <laughs> it is it is like uh, also like another thing is like when you're about so like a lot of people even i do it you know rather than going straight mm-hmm. away ki my piece is here you start building that little bit of curiosity right, showing a little right. bit of work in progress you know right. hey this is my next piece i'm working on this and this and so right. that also engages people you know like you get like somebody is interested in it from start you know it gets that curiosity oh it looks interesting what it could be and then you tell them that this is the day and time i'm minting and like most of the pieces do work like do sell so, like that uh two things i want to focus on now uh because you you've explained it beautifully how you know one can start and uh, start <laughs> selling or at least you know how to approach this whole nft thing uh two things is uh, right. two things that i want to talk about are uh, one the pricing of your artwork or your piece your nft how do you go about that how do you right. price your right. nft that's that's again a bit tricky that's also a bit of personal question personal decision how someone sees it but again like you know any business you have to start low you see your maybe you 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 come onto the platform and you see a work which may not be better than yeah, yours i don't yeah. want to disrespect anybody work but it's getting sold right. for crazy amount of amount okay and then you're like okay ye itne mein gaya to mm-hmm. maybe i'll set my price that high but what you have to understand is that person who's selling it that high price has been in the space has a brand value he's a he's an established artist so that not just it's not just about the art that the collector is picking it's the brand name that the collector is picking so then you start at the lowest you know like how much is like you know like suppose i've spent this number of hours 
and if i was supposed to sell it in the real world or something how much how much would i charge so you kind of start saying okay this is the minimum that i can afford case se kam to i feel like you know it's i cannot afford it keep it that and even if the first few pieces is like i thinking like going at a little bit of loss not loss loss but it's like you know this is uh-huh. like not to my way se kamal it but like if you think it like but start with that you know once you your page says ki you know five mm-hmm. nft sold then gradually you start raising the price so i think so yeah so like i usually i started minting like in terms of eth i started mm-hmm. minting at point okay. 1 eth uh it's so not minting but i started charging my pieces at point 1 eth mm-hmm. in the open sea platform but again it also depends like right now like i said open sea has like your cost of investment apart from that initial firm time payment cost mm-hmm. of minting fees is zero so then you can also think it okay like even if i don't make crazy amount of money i'm not really spending a lot in it but so like i have to be uh, like little bit thankful to my parents also because i'm in a situation where i can be you know where i have left my job and i'm taking a big risk in the nft space and like yeah. i want to say like my parents have been very supportive in that case you know i do not have to worry about bills and stuff like that might not be the case for everyone so that's why so in that case Again, so for me, it's not been that volatile because volatile is where pe- for people who are investing in it as a trading sort of mm, place, mm, you know, mm. where they're putting a lot of money and they're expecting a lot of return. Then their chances of in getting into loss are higher. Here, I'm trying to put put my work and get a money out of it. That way, it's not been that volatile. It's not volatile for artists as such. Again, it's volatile if like if I don't take the liquidate that money. and that if tomorrow just in case like if the hope doesn't happen but if the market crashes then it's like becomes a bit risky so okay. far there has been a dip in the market during the earlier months of january february but it's getting back getting positive it has not been really really bad kind of mm-hmm. cool cool so um i'm sorry i told you but two I points say, but yeah sure go sure sure go ahead go ahead go ahead so <laughs> uh, i think i'm going to uh slide in you another point that i want yeah. to ask <laughs> sure 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 because, uh, okay, go ahead. yeah so because uh, i've been taking notes i have this habit of taking notes so yeah um i think <laughs> about collectors perspective i want to know <laughs> what collectors are looking at you know when they like one is like you mentioned the branding and the right. you know your personal brand you as an artist your work of course has to be good is there anything else <laughs> that they look at when you know they want to buy a piece of art you know buy buy, buy an nft right i think i spoke, so i was fortunate enough to meet one of my collectors recently in delhi okay oh, wow. and so i spoke to him i was like so like does me being on twitter and like being every day in community talking to people how much does it make a difference to you he said again it's very subjective for me it's like mujhe art pasand aaya i'll buy it then i'll see what kind of work that person does but he said like one mm-hmm. thing is for me is important that for how long that person has been doing designing not as an nft artist but oh, how long okay. has he been in the design field so it's right. not somebody who just came because became a designer to sell nfts mm-hmm. right that was one perspective then right. uh, there is another collector so like he's a very it's kind of a mentor because i've been following his work and i've been speaking to him through clubhouse and everything mm-hmm. uh melvin he's like i we had a word with him i had a word with him and he's like he during when he bought my when, when the first time he bought my piece 
he said one thing you know i've been following your work for a really long time i just knew ki you would reach a better level i was waiting for you to reach that level then i was oh, going to buy you wow, wow, so that's, that's kind of a game. i don't know what uh, it's kind of faith it's like uh, you know i'm testing that person ki when he reaches that yeah. level then i'll buy it you yeah. know so yeah. i think it's very subjective from collectors to collectors so mm. yeah that way and then there are also one collector it's like one type of collector that is there to just flip flip is like you know if uh, so once it happens was open sea retweeted my work open sea the platform they retweeted my work mm-hmm. and then my suddenly one piece of that got sold and the collector was anonymous so these are the kind of collectors who kind of buy it expecting it to resell it very quickly at a mm-hmm. very high price mm-hmm. so for them it's more about you know making money out of it right right interesting uh, now comes the question where uh, you know the moment you say nft there are many uh, 3d pieces out there when right. compared to 2d pieces there a very less in number at least what i have seen i okay i actually think that's a misconception not think mm-hmm. i know like because we also spoke mm-hmm. to a lot of people lot of people think nft means 3d and if it right. means motion design right right it's absolutely if you like i said if you once you enter the community right once you see on twitter so much of brilliant 2d artists are there so many like even you, should i name a few Can sure sure go ahead sir? yeah go ahead so i am so many of them like there's a guy called like krithan there's a person called ganesh there's amulya uh, there's vanora van godudel uh, this yashika kalra these all are like 2d and brilliant 2d artists and i'm like mm. i'm sorry if someone's name i'm missing like there's so many of them and these are indian artists that i'm telling you about right, like right. you know like and keep share like this like so much of 2d artwork and uh, like mm. i was like i realized it that you know instagram used to share so many stupid reels with me I was like why did you share so many good work with me yeah. and like yeah. there's so many brilliant 2d artists like you like 3d is there foundation mm. has a lot of 3d work like mm. foundation kind of inclines towards more of the 3d work but mm. on open sea and wasirx this a crazy number of 2d artists and like top class 2d artists mm. cool cool so uh no i asked this because uh i was just discussing about uh, nfts with uh, a fairly new artist i would say and that person was right. asking me if you know is it only 3d that sells right yeah so that was the misconception that that's why i wanted to ask you also because you know you're somebody who makes 3d yeah <laughs> Right. No, so yeah, no. I said like I do 3D, but like I've seen pieces, yeah. 2D pieces being sold for six, seven, eight. Wow. And like six, seven, eight is like crazy. Like, I'm bad at math, so like it's crazy. More than like ten, twelve lakhs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's like it's like that's a big misconception about 2D. If you're about 3D, like if you believe in your art, I think, and if of course, like you say, if you have if you have that marketing skill to sell your thing, if you're good yeah. at it, and if you know how to sell it, you yeah. can sell anything. Yeah, right. Perfect. I think uh, we've covered the NFT quite a bit, but anything that you felt that okay, I messed up this phase of it or this part of it. while you were you know 
becoming an nft artist in the process of becoming an nft artist if you had you know mm-hmm. i'm sure we all make mistakes and we learn from those mistakes right. so i want you to highlight a few mistakes that you've made and that you've learned so that uh, the person who is just getting into it uh, you know he can learn from it too true uh the two like i think i made a couple of mistakes <laughs> not just a few okay. uh, but two major mistakes would be like i told you like like it's sorry like i told you like the first 6 months when i did not make us like many sales main thing was i was only marketing on instagram instagram is not mm-hmm. the place for nfts it's a place where you put your work together that's it you need to be on twitter and i figured it out really really late uh not that late luckily but a bit late second right. was of course uh, you know uh, to uh, not venture into open sea initially right. i was under the impression i heard it on a youtube video that open sea is uh, uh, again like i like i said it's a multiple so many people are there that your artwork gets lost but like if you balance it so i did not venture into open sea thinking ki yahan to mera nahi bikega because mm-hmm. i have no uh, you know uh, what do you say uh, social media presence i do not have big numbers yeah that's another point like i was also under the misconception that you know your social media uh, instagram followers numbers matter a lot it does not matter mm-hmm. like i've seen artists who have 600 700 followers who's selling good work like brilliant work and right. like through twitter Cool. I think uh, that's an important thing that to underline because that's everywhere uh, people do think that the following count definitely yeah it does it doesn't matter you say it does not matter like, of course like if you have you already it so how it matters is like uh, it how it matters is like if a very established artist who is six hundred or six hundred k or sixty k followers okay. for him it will be easier to sell he would not have to market himself that much like mm-hmm. mai ga raha hu and those number of followers of like who work especially collectors who follow his work or her work would immediately mm-hmm. buy you know that's the brand name to khareedna yeah but a person who does not have that followership should not worry about that ki mera nahi bikega that is not the case if you start talking to people in the community if you start engaging yourself you start selling like you know putting up good work out mm-hmm. there uh, it's not a uh, difficult job uh, it's a diff- it's not an impossible job it's a hard working job mm-hmm. cool but like hard work is required everywhere so, yeah, yeah it's everywhere i mean today mm-hmm. if you don't you know if you want to just sit and say that okay i want this to happen and don't do nothing <laughs> it's not going <laughs> to help you know uh, i think that's always been the case you have to like make steps to you know to achieve something baithe bithai bahut kam log hote hain jinko baithe bithai mil jata hai sab kuch yeah yeah wo to <laughs> yeah so that's, that's but then also different like, topic altogether different Let's different topic yeah yeah, yeah yeah true 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 yeah. but yeah i think like Mm-hmm. but i think i would also give one suggestion if somebody yes, wants to yeah. NF- get into nfc space i think it's a human nature you know when mm-hmm. you're putting your work it's not getting sold but you see so many people selling it mm-hmm. mentally it can be like really really tough you know like yeah. where am i lacking where am i lacking but i have realized it that you know i think it's just that matter of like getting that right like getting into the eyes of the right collector and i think the space is like eventually one i think even like what i've seen the good part is like lot of collectors are there like there is there's a term called collector who is just a collector who is not a designer but the brilliant aspect of nft space is like people like so many artists who have had the success like who earned money out of it 
they invest back in younger artists like you know oh, wow. so like there's a person they invested like yeah, even i have like made like nah, not me like i don't want me uh, but like i've seen a lot of art, like uh, designers who you know in who make a good sale you know then they set a percentage amount yeah, i'll invest back in the community uh-huh. so it that is a very good factor but you know about the nft space so if you're a young artist you're worried ki mera saman nahi lega koi aur you know if you start seeing a lot of people making sale don't be disheartened but be mentally ready for that phase because there's going to be a phase where it's going to be difficult like you know initial phase is going to be very tough in your building that brand but yeah. once you start getting recognized in the in the, uh, in the community then it's uh, it's a much better and a lighter job hmm. so if if i have to ask you if you're comfortable sharing uh what was the hmm. uh let's say the most expensive nft that you've uh, sold till date So the best part about NFTs is like I don't have to hide it. If you open my profile, like <laughs> yeah. anybody in the world can see it. Okay. Right. Uh, so uh, so far, like my highest pieces have been point two, point two eight, point two eight. Yeah. Okay. I have okay. a collection on uh, OpenSea called Pause. So mm-hmm. that did really well for me. Like I started uh, that that was like you know where I got started getting recognition. Mm-hmm. That was before that I was hardly able. To, that also gave me a little bit of my own brand style. Mm-hmm. I was initially you know wavering a lot. I was trying to figure out if which is my area. Like I said, like we are curious people. We want to learn yeah. everything. मुझे वो भी बनाना है मुझे ये भी बनाना है. But I think it's important that I've also like through NFT space I've learned that mm. it's have it's good to know how you design everything. But it's good to have a brand identity. You know, कि I look at a profile and I think oh ये सं without even looking at the name I'll be like अच्छा ये तो संजय ने बनाया होगा. You know that way. Yeah. So that is another like point that I think I would like to mention. It's good to have brand identity. cool cool i think uh, it's a very informative discussion that we've had today and before we conclude this discussion i want to just discuss one more point here uh, like you just mentioned uh, that the collection was called pause right. so it had a concept behind it the collection had a concept True. behind it so how important is it True. for uh, artists to have a concept behind their collection I think especially if you're doing a collection that is like a ten pieces of design, n number of pieces of design based on a simple theme and thing, then it works a, a bit more because you know like because like once that collection gets picked up, you know like first five pieces picked up, then you start to see okay, then the collector would be like okay, what next theme are you going to do? You know mm-hmm. that way. Uh, but like I've also seen certain one by one pieces, you know, like one on one art is like where every art has a different concept in it together. Mm. Mm. But again, like your concept or your theme might be different. Uh, but again, that band identity has to be that the style of art should remain similar. Cool. Yeah. Has a lot to do with developing your style also while you're getting into you're right. the NFT space. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. I think you start learning about like I've spoken to a few designers and I'm like we should get onto the NFT space. You know they're like you're researching, you're learning, learning. <laughs> I was like the amount of learning you do while you're in the space is going to be completely different that you do while sitting outside. Uh, right. And not just like in uh, learning about the NFT space, you learn a lot about your own art. You know, like mm. you start seeing how can I improve. You start like again, like when you see you're not selling yourself, then there are two ways: either you step back and or you realize that what am I missing? How can I make my art better? 
and i think that was like that is i don't uh, something i've been i would say fortunate about like the first six months that were difficult that like challenged me to take my art to a different level like you know what i realized ki i want to add certain things so i learned those things cool cool so it's been a lovely discussion so before we end the discussion today uh for this episode i want to ask what do you have planned for the immediate future like you know any important right. uh, sorry interesting projects or crazy projects that you're excited about if you want to talk about that or if you can talk about that that will be great sure so my the boss series that i've told you about has already has eight pieces so mm. i plan to do 10 pieces two of them that i need to finish uh, that would be the end of that series mm. then uh, i have so i also do personalized commissioned 3d like profile pictures you know mm. Uh, mm. like my avatar on instagram yeah. so i've been commissioned for one or two pieces as of now i want to explore it like hopefully i get that popularity that i get more commissioned pieces that is one aspect of my like work that would be there then i want to do more of uh, you know one by ones that are concept based pieces this is the immediate plan you know that like i'm exploring this i'm learning i'm growing as an art direct art director in this space okay. so right now that is the plan to keep focusing on my next coming uh, nft pieces uh, yeah that is the immediate plan as of right now cool sounds very interesting and i think uh, a year before like let's say um, mm-hmm. 2020 or 21 right. even okay. 21 uh, right. summer let's go back to summer if anybody had right. said uh, you know i want a custom avatar for my you know display picture it, i mean i wouldn't even believe that okay that could be something that can fetch me money you know so i think yeah, that everybody exactly. has done a lot of things that uh, work for designers <laughs> even for uh, people in the transportation design industry or product design industry people who are good with Absolutely. 3d softwares and you know all of these things they are now uh, so uh, happy and so excited about this whole nft space because they can use their skills to make things that can True. actually sell and you know they can that can fetch them money True. Like I was thinking about this the other day, you know. Like we have been in the design space for so many years, but again, this is my personal observation. I don't know if you relate to it or other designers relate to it. When you're working for a client or an agency, the output that you put, like the end result that you do, is way different than you had imagined it. Like oh, it has yes. been butchered by the client so oh, many yes, times. Yes, yes. so you don't <laughs> feel like it's your work you know yeah. here here the i think apart from the financial benefits and what not mm. the best thing that nft has done at least i feel is like mm. i am my own boss i am creating an art that yes. from scratch to end is my piece you know yes. and like i'm showing it to the world hopefully someone loves it and ends up buying it mm-hmm. but that the freedom as a child that you know when you were kid you were just painting you have no like no restriction jo marzi color use karo do whatever you need to do absolutely that has that freedom to have that freedom is like especially in a country like india where you know you know how <laughs> designing is viewed yeah. how art is yeah. viewed yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> It's been an incredible conversation Ripul and I've really enjoyed this and I'm definitely uh, going to get you back on the podcast sometime very soon because it's going it's 
this space is continuously evolving and there are many new things that are coming up so uh, and we'll delve deeper into nft space even more in the next episode but to start with this uh, i'm really glad that you could share uh, you know the basic stuff about nfts and how to become an nft artist and you know about the platforms and everything thank you for uh, joining me today absolutely it's been fun sanjay i'm so glad we did this like i was still looking forward to this so yeah i was absolutely had an amazing time over here looking forward to come back thank you